that echoed so much. Yeah, it did. Yeah, here's the whole way around the hall. Now, this microphone is just a bit too far away for me. But it's fine. It'll do. That'll do, pig. Um, oh, but I wonder... Do I to, do I to, should I move it? No, 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 no. Wait, let me make sure this is in front of my face. I mean, here. that doesn't have to be fully there. I just up my slide this over. Slip sliding away. Slip sliding away. Slip sliding away. Slip sliding away. You know the near the destination. No, not. Oh, okay. This is perfect. Is it? It is. It's a yeah. I love this. Have we started? We have. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, no, we've been going for a minute and four seconds. Oh, great. So everyone heard my rendition of Paul Simon. I mean, we don't have to start it there. No, let's just do it. Let's just. Really? This is consistent and consistent. You start it every time, bro. (laughs) (laughs) You can start again. We'll start again. Okay. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I thought my reflection in the window there was um, somebody outside. (laughs) terrifying for a moment yo you guys recording consistent and consistent yo. right now <laughs> hey, hey, <yo. laughs> all right let's start again um yeah i think that's fine why are you so loud am i really loud? <laughs> <laughs> why are you so loud peter as a person you <laughs> <laughs> the door just closes it's like this is an intervention actually peter <laughs> um I was talking to Father Connor today. Wait, are we still going? Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, <laughs> I did not know what's happening. Sorry, please continue. And he said uh, he really enjoys the show. <gasps> Father Connor, thank you. Shout out to Father Connor. Shout out to Father Connor. Um, and yeah, he was just saying that like he thinks that we get the balance really... <laughs> I hope they can't see <laughs> this right <laughs> I don't think... Yeah, wait, no, I don't maybe you can And now actually. I've just drawn attention to it. <laughs> Restart. Restart. Restart now. Clap. Yeah. No. Okay. (laughs) Okay. You ready? Okay. That was almost it. There we go. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, 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 uh. Hello, buddy. Hello, Peter. Um, So, yeah, I was talking to Father Connor today, Mm -hmm. and he was saying that he really loves our show. So, shout out to Father Connor. Shout out to you, Father Connor. because yeah he he was just like you guys get the balance really well of you know like just being able to talk about the weird things you talk about but also like you know go deep yeah and not even in terms of faith but just deep deep super deep super stupid mariana's trench yeah did you know there's uh there's allegedly Mm -hmm. there is a part of the internet the web so there's the dark web yes But then there's something even deeper than that called Mariana's Trench Web. Oh, no. And apparently only, like, supercomputers can, can, like, reach it. That's crazy. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. I I went down this deep dive one one day during lockdown a few years ago. Mm -hmm. And I was just really intrigued by it. Um, That's it. Not that I would ever want to, like, scour what that has to hold probably really just crazy it would i think it'd be pretty insane i think if, I it's, would if cry. it's that deep into the, yeah the, i think i know humans have a lot like of potential I... to do great but we also can do a lot of really Lots. weird things speaking of like trenches and d- the water and stuff yeah uh as you know i've started playing a game called splatoon 3 i did uh, it's I really fun if anyone else plays it let me know because there's no one to play with he's at the so lonely it's it's great though it's so much fun but they have these things called Splatfests. Where they like put out a question, yeah, and then it's like you choose, like it's like, and so 
and then you choose a team based on like your answer to the question okay and it's really fun so the one coming up is like which of these do you think is real and so i'm just curious like outside of the game what yeah. do you think the three options are the loch ness monster right bigfoot yeah i've forgotten what the third one is <laughs> what's That's awkward um out of those two which one do you think is more likely to be real to be real the loch ness monster or bigfoot i think bigfoot yeah I th- I would have to agree. Although yeah. I wish it was the Loch Ness monster, but I think we've all but disproven the Loch Ness. How monster. deep are lakes? It's no like Loch Ness is very deep. Very deep. It is very deep. But like the problem is, um, it's a lake. It is a lake, and there's only like, you know, so much so exploring. much it can go. So yeah. far it can go. But the other thing as well is, I watched a video. I was talking about this with a friend, Joe Kelly. Shout out to you, Joe Kelly. If you're ever gonna watch this or, or listen, listen. Uh, we don't judge uh he we were talking about the Loch Ness Monster and like and also the sea because you're yeah. talking about the Mariana's Trench it's yeah. like there's also another movie called The Meg where it's like basically oh yeah there's like Jaws it's like that but the be the Meg the Megalodon is still alive yeah. because the ocean there's a layer to the ocean right. we don't know about so it comes out from that yeah and so we're like is it possible that there's still like dinosaurs and stuff like deep down in the deep ocean down because what it's like so it's, it's so like deep. it's like we, it's like but more than like three meters we've only uncovered like what 90 percent of the o- or yeah. no, no no not no. even no it's like like 90 percent of the ocean is still uncovered. yeah but then like even that's just like well how do we know there's like 90 percent yeah uncovered, you know point. well i think we have a good idea we because do. you take a globe mm-hmm. and then you take how much land there is mm-hmm. and then you do all the measurements and mm-hmm. you're like okay take the land <laughs> subtract that from well, how that's what the british did what take the land <laughs> that's what it's really well that's really that should be closer <laughs> to your heart than <laughs> anyway no a shout out to all the british listeners yeah that was a low joke that was a low joke i'm low. sorry guys i'm sorry lower than mariana's lower trench. than the mariana's trench. you'd find that in the deep dark web yeah but yeah um, no there's just like so much to the ocean we don't it's know crazy about. and so i'm always just like what if you're just swimming one day yeah and then just the dinosaur just yeah. appears because i think the water ones are the scariest if they were to like still be alive today because mm. if there's a t-rex still alive today it yeah. just like appeared you just stand still stand like if we're on the land like there <laughs> yes you could just stand still as well there's like we've got guns and stuff not me personally Bazookas. but like yeah like we could just kill it you yeah know? it's fine not that we'd want to there's not many underwater that. weapons but if it's underwater like what can you do like it's they're huge and Massive. they're fast and like because and they're just so scary and they just have big mouths they yeah. just eat you so yeah. anyway but we back to joe kelly we were just watching a video we were like looking up videos about the loch ness monster and we found one that just like completely just like disproved everything because one of them was like the photograph mm-hmm. and then it's like well like the photograph you know and then they're just like well there's no context within that photograph yeah you just see it so he's just like that was just like a tiny model yeah because it, there was no context there's no land or anything in the picture it's just like yeah. oh you just if you were to like it just it was tiny it was a little right. i forget what it was it was like a duck yeah. or something like that so yeah i think i think that bigfoot yeah, no, and that's a like good the answer. amount of people that have been like, oh, here's a picture, like yeah. a Sasquatch. Yeah. Whereas, and they look somewhat relatively kind of like, okay, yeah. I could almost believe. No, I would if he like showed up, I'd be like, oh, you know, I'd be like, I believe this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I agree with you there. I think it'd have to be Bigfoot. I'm yeah. curious what the third creature was. Yeah, it's an intro. It's a conundrum. It is. Yeah. So I think for when that splat fest comes up, I'm gonna choose Team Bigfoot. Okay. Um. But yeah. So yeah. If you can't remember the third option, then I it's mean, it'll show up anyway on the thing. Yeah. I think like I mean, let's just say it's what about a unicorn? Not like a Pegasus, the one with the wings, one with the horn. 
Like a real life one. Yeah. Like not one that like somebody's what if it just, just like, like showed up. I think I wouldn't even be that surprised. I don't it? think so. It's a horse with it's a, a horn. It's a horse with a horn. Like how hard can that be? Yeah. Why hasn't this happened? I mean, it sure, maybe it has happened. Already. Yeah. Yeah. Like if a narwhal can exist. Yeah. A whale with a horn. A unawhale. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't a unicorn exist? Exactly. I know. It's now this is an interesting. Okay. So yeah. Again, like we're sorry, just gonna that say was a, that was a welcome to consistently inconsistent. Yeah. Sorry. My welcome. name is Patrick. My name is Peter. And we are your hosts for the day. And I'm only slightly offensive some of the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's inconsistently. I'm inconsistently. Um. This is episode nineteen, the twentieth episode. Yes, it yeah, is. Yeah, because the pilot. The pilot. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was thinking about that. That whenever we were recording, now we're we're always testing out this this layout. We're not quite used to video. No. Like, this is the third time we've done video, and uh, like we're always we're always trying to get better. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, it's going to change drastically. I'd say in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Because we I'm not going to be living here yeah, anymore. Yeah, you're going to be gone from here. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, time is moving so fast. It's moving so fast, bro. Yeah, just like so fast. Uh, speed of light. Speed of light, fast. Yeah. yeah now, crazy. okay. So, so that brings us. So, yeah. Cu- now, I know I just interrupted the flow of things. No, that's by, fine. By that was a ramble. Welcoming the viewers yeah. and the guests, but it, it actually segues perfectly into what we're talking about tonight. No way. That's crazy. Cause yeah. I genuinely have no idea what we're going to be talking yeah, about. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, so we're talking. I, I would love to talk tonight about the art of storytelling. I'm really excited. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, I yeah. knew you would be. Yeah. You and got, you've tickled my interest. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I figured, well, okay, I just thought about this now, but I put up a fire as our background and like people tell stories, telling stories around by the, the fire, fire all <gasps> the time. And so, so what, what stirred this, I had this, this great, so I've been listening to a few podcasts recently. I've, I've never been much of a podcast listener. Yeah. Um, I've always loved making podcasts yeah. ever, like ever since I was a child. <laughs> <laughs> just loved it just, it was great um just recording family dinners and stuff it yeah. was like guys this could be a podcast this could be right? a podcast <laughs> patrick what the hell is yeah, a podcast <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> and so yeah so i was thinking about it i was listening to these other podcasts and it's like talking these ones that i have really gotten into is about tolkien and mm. like his works and his legendarium and all that kind of stuff yes. and it's really really fascinating so i read the silmarillion so yeah basically this one podcast uh the one that i shouted out in last week's episode yeah, went went through the silmarillion as g- still going through it and so it actually like gave me the ability to like actually get through the first few chapters of the silmarillion and then read it fully and uh like i my gosh it's such a good story yeah and what's crazy that they okay so this kind of brings us into the next thing um so yeah i was listening to this podcast i was like gosh storytelling is incredible because they were talking about like different like how they make different stories like what like what the building blocks and the different ways that you can do that and so like okay this is another podcast again about tolkien i really like tolkien i've just man crushed the past little while yeah yeah um but they were talking about the silmarillion and basically like each chapter like they give away what's going to happen in the chapter so like one of the chapters is called like the battle of unnumbered tears and you're like i'm pretty sure i know (laughs) what i'm like it's gonna be sad it's yeah. gonna be a sad chapter yeah 
Um, and then like, I remember reading it, but when I was reading it, I was just like in suspense the entire time. And so they talk about this, like how, you know, like typically when you're talking about building suspense, then you're talking about like, you know, in a horror movie Mm. where like you kind of, it's a scary movie. So you know that something bad is going to happen at some stage, but like you don't know when and like jump scares and relies on that. But then there's this other like mode of suspense, building Mm. suspense where like they basically tell you what's going to happen. Yeah. And and like but the suspense is being built because you're seeing different people's perspectives yeah that's what hitchcock said as well he one of his examples was because he made really suspenseful films yeah and someone someone asked him it's like how do you make it so suspenseful and he's just like well shock is if two of us are having a conversation and suddenly a gun goes off Hmm. suspense is if you can see the gun under the table the whole time so it's like you know something's gonna happen you're waiting for it to break and the suspense comes from i know this is gonna happen and then you're just waiting for it. Yeah. And then, like, the more it goes on, the more your mind just starts being like, well, is it going to happen? Like, yeah. when's it going to happen? Yeah. Like, am I the And then yeah. it just kicks off. And it's yeah. just, yeah. But see, even then, like, you kind of know, okay, like, there's a gun, so somebody's going to get shot. Yeah. And so you're kind of expecting that. But, like, this one is literally, like, all the good guys are going to die, you know? So, like, you literally are told what's yeah. basically going to happen, but you're still like, oh. Yeah. It's the and, same, yeah. Yeah. And even, like, I've watched all the Lord of the Rings films. Mm. But now I'm reading the books for the first time. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, are Pippin, like, you know, Pippin and Mary <laughs> yeah. just got captured by the Urukai. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, are, are they going to be okay? Are they going to be okay? Yeah. yeah. But I know, I know they're going to be okay. But it's like, are they going to be, especially because the books are so much like more in detail. Yeah, they are. And so, you know, you're, you're like watching them and it's like, yeah. they're just going for days and just getting battered. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. And it's like, I know you don't watch anime, but that, like, they do that a lot in their yeah. episode titles. There's one meme I saw, and like, it's not a meme, it actually happened in Yu Gi Oh! the yeah. anime. They start off one episode and it's like the little bit before the title appears. Yeah, yeah. And like, let's just say the guy's name, it's like, yeah, it's a Japanese name, but it's like, let's just say it's like Sasuke or something like that. And you can see one of the guys talking, he's like, Sasuke, you've got to fight and you've got to win. Sasuke, you have to survive. And then the title card comes up, it's like, Sasuke dies. <laughs> so they basically just it's the same and they do it with their intros as well if you ever like anyone who watches anime knows Mm. this if you ever watch the intros i skip most of them half the time because they're so long but like (laughs) they i always watch it at the start but they do it like for an arc in the season and they basically show you what's going to happen in the season and one anime recently that like changed that up is called jujutsu kaisen where in the opening they show a a side character that hadn't been introduced yet like being friends with all the main characters yep. and so then he shows up in the anime so i'm yeah. just like oh he's gonna join because it's a school they're in a, it's like harry potter they're in like a school for like sorcerers yeah, and stuff yeah. like that and he shows up and they're they're gonna go save him and i'm like oh so after they save him he's gonna join them and stuff and then he freaking dies and oh i'm just gosh. like oh and it's just like <laughs> it was really smart on their part to yeah. kind of play into that stereotype yeah, or that yeah. cliche and just be like oh we just pulled the rug yeah. underneath you so great show anyway yeah. but uh yeah but even star wars does it mm-hmm. like because you know the clone wars like the, the the last season of the clone wars came out like a, a few years ago now mm. and obviously you know like the events of se- of episode three yeah. of the revenge of the sith and you know like okay anakin is going to turn bad and so you're following like the clones that anakin was closest with and like ahsoka and gosh but it's still like it just emotionally wrecks and, you and that's why like they, it's how you use that as well because yeah. you could just be like okay everyone knows what's gonna happen yeah so let's just like make a story because it doesn't matter what happens but yeah. the, or you could do it which yeah. is i haven't seen it but what i presume they do is like we're gonna use the audience's knowledge of like 
Anakin is gonna turn evil. Mm-hmm. So like let's let's show how bad mm. that actually is, that actions yeah. he's taken, like how what how it affects people around him yeah. and stuff and things like that. Well so. it's interesting because like again going back to Lord of the Rings, like mm-hmm. there's been a lot of controversy about Rings of Power and mm-hmm. even the Hobbit and things like that and people are like, Okay, we know the story, so why why are we beating you know the dead horse the, the dead horse yeah. yeah why why are we just beating this to a pulp um and it's interesting because yeah like it brings up that idea of okay we do know what's what's going to happen we know the end of the story yeah um like even tolkien himself tried to write a sequel to lord of the rings um but that. was just like no I, like i can't do it like mm. it ended perfectly there's no reason yeah. to continue and so like people like if people tried to continue the story it wouldn't work so they kind of have to stick within the confines of you know the legendarium yeah and there's still a lot to explore about it um but you know like it just brings up an interesting yeah that conversation of like okay you know are they going to do it for money making things or are they going to just actually try and tell the the stories what's the purpose what's What's the the purpose yeah Yeah. like and that's that's the main I mean, reason when you, if you look at a film, when, especially with franchises yeah. and stuff like that, the movie needs to prove its own existence. Yeah. If it doesn't, then it's, it didn't need to happen, kind yeah. of. And so, with The Hobbit and stuff like that, I think the main issue people had was like, why did you split it up into three yeah. movies? It's a much shorter book. You didn't need to do that. Mm. And so, from that point of view, the very clearly kind of one of the ideas you can see is, well, money. Like, you know, yeah. more money, more movies, more money. So, but like, even, and Peter Jackson came back for it and, Hey, people, you can let me know in the comments if you disagree with me. I just don't think the Hobbit movies are as good as Lord of the Rings movies. Mm. I think they're very much a downgrade. Yeah. And it's very disappointing because I think Martin Freeman mm. was like the he perfect really well, casting yeah. for Bilbo. Yeah. And he did really he well. Did really well. But I think that he was wasted. in like it was a, a good actor wasted yeah. on poor movies. I think that a lot of the actors suited the roles really they did. well. It's just whatever. It just didn't click. And it just didn't work for me. Yeah. But like, and so lots of people were saying like, oh, Peter Jackson he had to make it into three movies and like it would have been better if Guillermo del Toro did it because he was originally assigned to it. But he, even he wanted to split into two parts and stuff like that. So it's, it's kind of like, yes. And it's when you're looking and especially in the world, like, so storytelling is what we're talking about. But so far we've mainly kind of looked at movies and stuff Mm. like that. And it's such a, when you listen to people in the industry and stuff like that and like watch interviews and stuff like that, of not like the main, actors and directors but people who just work in the industry yeah it's kind of it's like it's very reality that it's like the reality of it is it's an industry and yeah. like you know there's just some I, decisions it, are made that you're just like or like some vfx don't yeah. look great because they just had to get it out yeah. like they had deadlines and yeah. stuff and it's just like it's interesting because like again you know if the theme of this episode is the art of storytelling yeah like you know and we're almost talking about the industry of storytelling yeah and but yeah like like what happened to the art form so like you know people it started people sitting around a fire and like even think about scripture like so much of scripture probably stems from people sitting around a fire and it wasn't written down until Mm -mm. like you know yeah technically in the grand scheme of things recently yeah um and so like there was this art of storytelling and people you know like you even see it in films and different books like you know some tribes would have had the storyteller or like the person even like the giver um yeah, the, the book and the film where like there's one person that's kind of in charge of passing down the, the society's stories yeah. and you know memories and all that kind of stuff um and it, it's like it's really ingrained into our yeah who we are as humans definitely and i think it really separates us from um 
from from other animals. Like oh, yeah. th- there's many things that separate us, but I think that the art of storytelling, you know, almost comes from the father, mm. and um, fr- from the creator himself. Yeah, and you know, trying to like yeah, I, like you even think about every child kind of takes on traits of of their parents, you know, yeah. and I think that one one trait that God the Father has given each all of his children is yeah this like this need for storytelling this need for creation yeah um and yeah so like there's stories that are made up there's stories that are true and passed down and Mm -hmm. yeah like so it's interesting like i i wonder like what do you think has kind of happened to the art of it do you think it really is just like this capitalistic kind of ideal that people are just really greedy because uh, like there's still good storytellers yeah um but do you think that they're good at doing it because they're making money out of it or do you think that they're good at doing it because that's just a gift that they have or a little Mm. bit of both or i don't know yeah i think like there's definitely you know storytelling itself like we're lucky that there is or not lucky like excuse me as you said like humans just free years like more than three years like that's how far we're talking back more like, yeah more yeah. than three years ago no like for years and years and years it's kind of was this first idea of it, it's also it is a gift as well yeah. but it was also just you know we're living in reality and we're living in this world and so stories were like this first idea of like people saying well like what if there was what if there could be what if we could be more yeah. what if they, it was kind of this pushing idea of like mm here's a story here's like something here's it's an idea but in and it just it's so engrossing it's it's such a beautiful thing to do and it's like i like and we always that's how we interact with each other on a day-to-day it's like how we catch up with each other is we tell a story and for those that minute you're in someone else's life like you're engrossed in it and so it's this transportation device that we came up with years and years and years ago and it's it's and it's developed and it's and it's grown with the way that we have grown and technology has grown. And so now you can have a story in a book. You can have um, YouTube, you know, mm-hmm. videos, people telling stories and movies as well. Yeah. And so, but as with all things, it was once, as I said, is like it was popular. You know, yeah. everyone loved stories. Mm. And so as time went on, people were like, well, how can we get these stories to more people? Yeah. And it's like movies and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But with all things the more popular something becomes yeah the more opportunity there is to profit off it yeah and so that's where we came up with movies and industries and things who are like we're just going to produce these stories for you and so it comes up like and that's where you have this real conflict Hmm. because you need if you want like and you probably know this, like, because you're aspiring uh, to, as uh, you said in the last episode, yeah. like, for your production company yeah. and you've made videos and stuff, you need some money. Like, yeah, you need true. to get it out there and to make it as good as you want to be. It yeah. takes the two things that we have to give is time and money mm-hmm. uh, and our energy as well. Those are the three, like, ingredients to it. And, like, money is just part of it. Like, and it's it's true as well. Like, I'm not saying you can't tell your story if you don't have the yeah. best camera or something yeah. like that. But for reaching a wider audience and stuff like that it's just the way of the world it's just like you need to put this effort and this time and a little bit of like you know your resources into it whatever you have but it's resources is what you need yeah and so these industries were like well we can provide better resources for you we can give you the best resources yeah and so that's good but then 
it just brings about this question is because you've got art mm-hmm. and you've got business you mm-hmm. know and now they're they've collided and can they really like can they go together can they go like together, can they yeah. go together and yeah. like so you just look modern day you've got huge like the biggest companies in the world some of them it's like you've disney and yeah. uh they own all these media brands and stuff like that and they keep giving us new stuff and yep. it's just like oh great like new stories yeah. but then it's do just, you think we're do you think we're almost overstimulated by stories that's like that's kind of yeah it's this idea of and do you, like i wonder if that's kind of why the art is you know almost dying is because everyone is a i mean like technically everyone is like like you yeah. said like in conversation you're telling somebody about your day that you're telling them a story yeah you know um but because like everybody is like this big dramatic like we don't have the kind of like village storyteller yeah you know it's like okay we have netflix where we've got bajillions of stories yeah. that i can just feed myself whenever i'm bored yeah it's that's it's it's such a oh man this is a hard one because like yeah these are like these projects that are being put out it's i don't want to be saying they shouldn't but it, it, i guess it kind of goes back to like you know does it like validate its own existence like when you're telling a story you want you're saying something that wants to be heard uh and that's fair enough but then oh no i'm losing my train of thought this is so bad for a podcast it's to okay be it's okay Peter. These, things. The, these things happen oh sometimes. guys i'm so sorry we're not professional podcasters no, not bro professional we podcasters. have we have no let right. me just let me can i take it back yeah yeah take, take it, it back. back draw it back pull it in and then just flow okay I'm gonna just like take Th- yeah. yeah 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 that's okay. We so you mentioned, I think yeah that okay here we go, you ready? Here we go three two one three go. two one go. So stimulation is what we're yeah. using it for. That is kind of, as I said at this like thing, storytelling was almost an escapism. Yep. Because people would tell these stories, and as you said, the kind of the village storyteller or like something like that or sitting around the fire and your granddad would tell you a story something like that it's a transportation device like i said you're transported to another time a place it could have really happened it Mm -hmm. could be fake it could Mm -hmm. be whatever but for those minutes or that time you're there and then after that you you're back in the real world Mm. and so as i said it's very popular yeah and but like all things it's a balancing act so you've got this ability in you like if yeah. you're if you're a storyteller or if you're a company that's producing stories yeah you have this ability this like almost power yeah to produce things that will you know give people a sense of a sense of escapism like mm. they're you know escaping their whatever's going on in their day yeah and so a certain aspect of that is is fine and so but like this is where you know you can't really point fingers at the company because they want to make money yeah but what they are doing is they're just like stimulating and stimulating and stimulating and so you're you're just they're giving you all this stuff yeah it's like and so you're given this opportunity with things like netflix yeah and now you know disney plus and all the but, pluses. but it's just it's interesting just like because you, yeah i i think like i think where it comes down to is like most of the stories that we're getting aren't all that great yeah no, you know, and they're like cheap ways of making money, like with way too much explosions or, you know, um, sex, like, mm. like there's just so much. And it's, it's less of a story 
and, and more, more of a way of, a, of making money more of a way of making money and it's just it's i think so well well i think we'll come back to this because this is definitely an aspect of it but i think in just for the viewers and for ourselves you said they're not great stories what makes a great story what is it that like what is it and you can use it like if you need to use an example of yeah. like a movie or something yeah. or a book like mm-hmm. or if you want to go back to talking yeah but you said there's like most of the stories we have today aren't great yeah so what is it that makes a great story and that question will be answered after, after the break the commercials oh, yeah oh. <laughs> Here you say it. Sorry, I should no, have no, it. no, okay. no, no. Three tone go. Consistently inconsistent. Mention you in their story. Welcome back from the break time. break time. Now is the time where we read comments. Comments. Comment below and you'll find love tonight. I'm gonna comment below. <laughs> all right so on on yeah welcome back from the break hope you like what a great hope you like that oh my gosh my thing is glitching here i can't hear myself and i'm egotistical have to hear myself speak of course um so yes on consist at consistently inconsistent show um we asked people to comment below on the post and we would read out the comments so we are going to do that now yes (laughs) (laughs) go for it and we're gonna make this a regular segment so please comment yeah and we'll make a we'll make a jingle for it yeah well that's we just did yeah no we're just gonna keep that one yeah just play it every single time okay so at Peter Han 2002, and the reason we share these usernames is so that if it's a bad comment, you can go cyber bully them. Oh, wait, I should have said something because there's not just visuals. I did a thumbs up. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the thing on the TV that's just like, this, t- this, uh, this, this, uh, this program has been put with audio things for the visually impaired. <laughs> Anyway, really? okay, okay at it. Peter Hand 2002, Mattress Mick is a drug lord. Think about it for a second. Have you ever been to a mattress shop ever in your life? No, of course you didn't, because it's all a front to sell drugs. It's quite brilliant, actually, if you really think about it. Drugs are transported by mattress deliveries, quote-unquote, and sold to, quote, people who need mattresses, unquote. The money then can be laundered in plain sight. Brilliant! Truly brilliant in every sense of the word. Bravo to Mick. What a legend. I hope I be just... I hope I be just as good as him someday. A drug lord is nothing without a front, and Mick here has got it. I agree, actually. Thank you, Peter Hahn. Well done, Peter. Well investigated. Well investigated. At Jody Grant 94 says, I don't even know where to begin. Dot, dot, dot. If you listen to the start of this podcast, I completely agree with you, Jody. Um... At O underscore crap underscore it's underscore James says the missile knows where it is at all times. It knows this because it knows where it isn't by subtracting where it is from where it isn't or where it isn't from where it is, whichever is greater. It obtains a difference or deviation. The guidance subsystem uses deviation to generate corrective commands to a drive to drive the missile from a position where it is to a position where it isn't, and arriving at a position that it wasn't, it now is. Consequently, the position where it is 
where it is is now the position that it wasn't and if follows that p- the position that it was is the n- is now the position that it isn't in the event that the position that the position that it is in is not the position that it wasn't the system has acquired a variation the variation between the difference between where the missile is and where it wasn't. If variation is considered to be a significant factor, it too may be corrected by the GEA. However, the missile must know where it was. The missile guidance computer scenario works as follows. Because a variation has modified some of the information that the missile has obtained, it is not sure it isn't within reason and it know where it was. It now subtracts where it should be from where it wasn't or vice versa. And by differentiating this from the algebraic sum of where it shouldn't be and where it was, it is able to obtain the deviation and its variation, which is called error. Wow. And he's an engineer, so you better believe it. This one has sound effects. So I'm going to skip to the next one. So if you can pull up your phone phone. and uh, you can, can you be the sound effect guy? Thank you. Um, So because, oh crap, it's James already did one. I'm not going to read this one because it is vulgar. Yeah, we don't support that. And we don't swear on the show. It's also really long. (laughs) Jeremy Dunn, 86. Jeremy, 86. Done at. Here we go. I will read. Oh my gosh. There's so many numbers. Oh, numbers. So many numbers. I'm gonna do it. Two eight three eight four nine three nine zero two zero two zero two zero two nine two eight seven four seven three eight three nine two nine one zero nine three eight four seven four seven four eight three nine two zero one zero two zero three eight four seven four seven four Eight two nine zero one two zero nine three eight four seven four seven four seven four seven three eight three nine one zero zero one three nine four eight seven four six seven two eight one nine zero one zero two zero four nine four eight four seven three six six two seven two nine two zero three zero four nine nine three eight seven two ah that's it. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, there's way more, but oh, I'm no, only no, going to read yeah, that. No, yeah, that's, that's, like that's that. Like that. That took about a minute, and that was like the third. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, dear Mid. Okay, you ready? Yeah, give me a second. Uh, it's Peter underscore Grant. Peter underscore Grant. Oh. Shout out to okay. at Peter score underscore Grant. Uh, I've got it. Okay, great. Once upon a time, there was a lovely princess. But she had an enchantment upon her of a fearful sort which could only be broken by love's first kiss. She was locked away in a castle guarded by a terrible fire-breathing dragon. Many brave knights had attempted to free her from this dreadful prison, but none prevailed. She waited in the dragon's keep in the highest room of the tallest tower for her true love and true love's first kiss. (laughs) Like that's ever going to happen. What a load of... Somebody once told me, the world is gonna roll me, I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb, with her finger and her thumb, and the shape of an L on her forehead. The years start coming, and they don't stop coming, fed to the rules, and hit the ground running. Didn't make sense not to live for fun, your brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb. So much to do, so much to see, so what's wrong with taking the back streets. You'll never know if you don't go. You'll never shine if you don't glow. Hey, now. You're an all-star. Get your game on. Go play. Hey, now. You're a rock star. Wow. 
Thank you for those comments, Thanks, everybody. Guys. That has taken up five minutes of our time. Oh, my God. <laughs> my minutes. headphones again. Wow. Um, so, yeah, if you want your comments. comment. What? Maybe some shorter comments. Yeah, please. Yeah. If you want your comment read yeah. in the future, mm-hmm. um, comment. Comment, on, comment the post. on the post. And it will be read out to you. Make us famous. Make us famous. Get us in the algorithm. Oh, should we do a, a closing jingle? Yeah. You start it. were some comments. They were comments. And we read those comments. comments. Uh, 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 we'll work on it. Yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. Brainstorm. Flop around. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay, so where did we leave off at? I asked you what makes a good story. And what I think Peter Grant just answered that with us. Yes. <laughs> Shrek. <laughs> Shrek is really <laughs> the gold standard of storytelling. Yeah. Uh, hopefully my brain kicks in a little bit more yeah. to this time around. I do apologize for people who are listening. I am somewhat intelligent, but you wouldn't have guessed it from that segment. Yeah, so. I do want to say to the people that are listening slash watching that I typically like to surprise my guests. Mm. Um, and I like to be surprised when I, you know, sometimes I'll ask my guests to, uh, plan the episode and not tell me what the episode is about yeah most podcasts are not like this and <laughs> especially for the more intellectual episodes yeah. they kind of like will let them know in advance so that they can kind of prepare some thoughts mm-hmm. um i've not done that so this is my bad hey we're just gonna roll with it we're gonna roll and if you're along for the ride thanks for coming thanks for coming to the ride show are we just going to keep doing jingles the whole time? That wasn't a jingle. I wasn't even singing. But I wanted to make a jingle because now I've got jingles. Do it. Well, what did you say again? Thanks for coming Thanks to the ride Thanks for show. coming to the ride show. <laughs> I was going to say, it's it. been great for having you here. Something like that. That's pretty good. Anyway, let's get back to the show. So what I think makes a good story. Man, I'm going to start with... Tolkien. Who? You haven't mentioned him before. J dot R dot R Tolkien. Tolkien. Um and I'm going to say this about him. <laughs> Scrap in everybody. Um the reason that Tolkien so there's well, I mean there's a lot of reasons that Tolkien um made Lord of the Rings and the books that like there's so many reasons that he wrote. Um but it's been speculated and I don't know if this is true or not, but I, I've been told this before. But Tolkien wrote The Lord of the Rings as a way of giving England, like, its own kind of mythology. Really? So, so like, you know, obviously, like, there's Norse mythology mm-hmm. and Roman mythology, like, the Roman gods, like, all that kind of stuff. And so he wrote Lord of the Rings to give England, like, England's history is relatively short in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Um, Compared to, like, the great empires of Rome and Egypt, so on and so forth. Yes. Um, And so, yeah, Tolkien did this as, as giving. And, like, when you read the stories, then it really, like, it feels real. It and, is, And, like, obviously, yeah. you know, there's dragons and um, orcs and you know elves and dwarves and all that kind of stuff and like there's lots of things that don't exist but as you're reading like you feel so emotionally invested in the characters that you're like these actually and again like that's that is a sign of a great storyteller yeah when you're when you are actually emotionally invested in these in these characters um then i think the story has been told in a very good way yeah 
because you are invested in these characters in a way that, you know, most stories now that I see, I'm not all that emotionally invested in. Um, so, yeah, I think that Tolkien... So, so yeah, like, he, he did it because he, he saw the um, the need for... He, he was like, okay, like, all these great empires had their myths they had their stories that they could look back on and Mm -hmm. and we don't we've got king arthur but we don't really have a whole lot of our own kind of thing you know and so he 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 went out and proceeded to to make his own kind of thing yeah which i think is so cool yeah that is pretty cool and and even like it's you know like um a lot of people say that a lot of it is based on like germanic um mythology and like beowulf and that kind of stuff and um so like even his own work is based on other mythologies, yeah. which kind of goes to show that like he was working on this mythology for England. Um, so I think that's really interesting. Yeah, that's pretty sick. Yeah, isn't yeah. that cool? There's all, I saw a th- another th- theory is he made up the language first and then he yeah. was like, How no, do he I? did. He did. And then he was like, well, I need to get it out there some way. So he's just like, I'm just going to write a story write a book. Yeah. so he can put it in there. Yeah. But he didn't know his language was like his yeah. thing. He would like study languages and just yeah. make up he languages. He was a philologist. He was insane. Like he was <laughs> No, but like actually like yeah. he just like the amount of time oh, he's a genius. and effort and like his whole life just spent the uh, he only wrote one book that was outside of that and it was once again to do with mythology. It was yep. King Arthur. He did yeah. an, an epic poem in the style in the universe. Yeah. <laughs> in the King Arthur cinematic universe. Uh and uh but apart from that it was all just like I'm just going to invest everything into this yeah. one thing and yeah. that like that club there was him, the Inklings, C.S. Yeah, Lewis, him, C.S. Lewis, G.K. Chesterton yeah. as well. Like, yeah, uh, just like, oh, just absolutely, just to geniuses. be a fly in the wall, just oh, to, like hear on. their conversations, man. Oh, oh man. you know, I actually be very similar to listening to consistently. Very, very similar. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've actually, I saw this one post recently about somebody hating on Narnia, and um, it was totally just this like anti-Christian kind of like. Oh, Narnia is all an allegory of Christianity, and and mm-hmm. it is, it is. Um, yeah. but uh, this person was just so hateful towards. It. I was like, bro, come on, yeah. Like you're picking apart this story because you don't like Christians. Like yeah. that's what you're doing. Don't pick apart the story. Yeah. If if you're mad at Christians, be mad at Christians, mad but Christian. don't just completely bash this story, which is actually a good story. Is, um, yeah. but uh, yeah. So I think I think, yeah. Now, again, I keep mentioning Tolkien, and he's the reason that I talk about this episode. Mm -hmm. I wanted to do this episode, but I think that there's lots of good modern storytellers as well. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Like, uh, another reason that I wanted to talk about this was I watched um, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Oh. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) What a great movie. I unfortunately haven't seen... I've I've only seen clips. I'm so curious to know what it scored on... Like Rotten Tomatoes, everything. I'm guessing seventy six percent. It seems to be. St- it, it strikes me as a seventy or a seven out of ten movie is what people would give it. Yeah, but um, I the one clip I did see it, which I completely agree with, is Pedro Pascal's character naming his third favorite movie and it's Paddington Two. Yeah, I was just like, oh my gosh, yes. and it's then he's just such like, a funny man. It's like, what are you doing? He's like, I cried the whole way through it. Yeah. It made me want to be a better man. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah. Which is what a good story should do. I was just like, thank you, Pedro Pascal. But man, yeah, no, I love that movie because it loves Paddington too. Yeah. So I like, I yeah. agree with it. And then 
it's just so like Nicolas Cage like, oh. and and Pedro Pascal. Oh, the I two of them combined. I didn't get the hype around him at first. I was just like, what's everyone doing? But like seeing yeah. more of him, he's yeah. good. He, he is, is really, he's good. really good, and he looks really funny in that movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, he's so yeah. I need to check it out. So IMDb is seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. Rotten Tomatoes seven. is eighty-seven percent. That makes that more sense for Rotten Tomatoes. And like, Amazon UK four point one out of five. Dang. Okay, so it scored pretty high. Um, and honestly. Oh my gosh! Like it's just, I I watched it because like I saw, I'd seen ads yeah. like a year ago, and been like yeah I'll watch that, mm-hmm. and then never got around to it, and then I was at Eva's family's house and her dad was like here throw something on the TV, and I was like why do you do this to me? You <laughs> always hate what I put on the TV, yeah. and because uh, the last time I put on the menu, oh um, with the, with them with yeah the family like with just well it was me. And him. Yeah, it was just me and him. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting one to yeah, put on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so I was like, okay. So I was flicking through for ages. And I finally, I was just like, yeah, I'll watch that. And so I, I stuck it on. And because I, I was like, Nick Cage, what a meme, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, like, he's he's give and take. Like, you know, you can't really tell if it's going to yeah. be a good movie. You just have to watch it. Um, I was blown away. Yeah. Uh, really it reminded it. me of... Uh, you know the episode of the Dune Moore show, We Need Content? Yes. That's, bi- that's literally what this movie was. Uh, well, then I got to watch it because that was probably one of my favorite episodes yeah. of the Dune Moore show. Like literally, <laughs> so the movie starts and it's like this <laughs> this couple watching a Nick Cage movie. And she's like, man, I often love Nick Cage. And then she gets like, and then these robbers like bust into the house and like kidnap her. Um, and like nothing then happens to her like for the, like pretty much the whole movie. And then... Uh, and then it like cuts to Nick Cage and he's like, I'm down in the dumps, you know, like I'm never going to be a successful actor ever again. And then he goes to like Spain to be at Pedro Pascal's yeah. birthday party <laughs> <laughs> uh, because Pedro Pascal really loves Nick Cage. Yeah. Um, and then they're like, we should write a movie together. <laughs> and so then they're like the whole like the rest of the movies. I'm like trying to you know come up with this movie. Meanwhile, they're literally living out what the movie is going that's they're so like funny. oh what if we did this and then like that's what's happening in the movie that's really funny. uh so it's really really good yeah. 10 out of 10 would recommend like there is swearing yeah um but Not there's there's no but... well there's no like kind of oh okay uh, Apart sexiness that. yeah okay that's good yeah just like just a bit of swearing just a bit of swearing yeah um but yeah just i really I, yeah I, i'd love to hear what more people have to think about it so if you've watched the film mm. let me know um because I, I thought it was great. But yeah. I could see why people some people wouldn't yeah. like it. But like I so I think for me the Maybe most just move the mic a bit Oh closer. sorry, sorry, sorry. I just got so ahead of myself. Sorry guys. Um so for me, the most recent movie I saw in cinema was Puss in Boots Two. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I've heard really what good things an amazing about film. Just like but like, and so this is for me. So I'm gonna try and make this. I'm gonna try and redeem myself a little yep. bit by talking about Puss in Boots sure. too, and why it's such a good story and movie. Yeah. And the main reason it's such a good movie is something, and this is one of the main things I said. So you know the way we were talking earlier about like Netflix and stuff like that, yep. and there's just so much stuff yeah, yeah, to over, watch. Yeah. There's, you could almost do an equation of like as, I, and I also mentioned it before is like you know you need time, money, and yep. effort. And those are like only money is then the only thing being put into those movies because you can watch a movie and you can just tell that there was no passion behind it. It's just like there's these movies that are just put out there and you can just tell like and so I think well like you like we'll see what happens with the rest of so we might not get 
end up getting too deep just because I wasn't prepared for yeah. that. But like, just people can, uh, whatever the word is, I'm trying to think of it, like attest to this. Mm. You watch a movie and you're just like, it just felt like there's something missing. And yeah. most of the time it's just because it was a job. It was a paycheck. It was yeah. whatever. Yeah. Puss in Boots 2, every frame of that movie, you could tell everyone was giving it 100% yeah. and everyone loved what they were yeah. doing. And so the story of Puss in Boots 2 is he's this swashbuckling adventurer that you know from the Shrek movies. He's yeah. got all the charm and the moves and stuff like that. And then he dies. Uh, but because he's a cat, he has like nine lives. Nine but lives. now he's down to his last <sighs> life. Gosh. And so he's, he thinks he's like just going to be like fine. But then this mysterious character shows up who's trying to take his last life from him. And it becomes this like insane story of him. There's like loads of different characters and stuff intertwining. And when I saw the trailer, it looked like there's going to be loads of villains. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Flipper, we're going to have a Spider-Man 3 situation, which yeah, is like yeah. oversaturated. But it just it's done so well. It's so funny. The animation is incredible. Voice acting is incredible. Um, what's his name? John Mulaney yeah. plays like one of the villains and he is so funny in it. And what is going on outside I think it's the, the wind. window? Is it the wind? Yeah, okay. I, so. I thought there was something like cutting out a tree or something <laughs> like that. It's like a buzzing noise. But so what makes it such a good do you hear it? I think yeah. is someone cutting something down? That's no, so I think it is I the, think wind. the wind yeah, just through the window, so, yeah, maybe. Yeah. But um, there was I, so there's loads of books written about storytelling and stuff, and one of the main ones is the hero's journey. Yeah, which yep. is uh, and then there's also and Dan Harmon as well also has the circle of storytelling. Story so, yeah, yeah. so there's loads yep. of great. You can kind of break it down into a science. Yep. But what I think has happened with um, and another thing that has made a lot of modern media not such a great story is the fact that the story comes second yeah. if you get me so when you have a movie or a book or something like that its main purpose is to tell a story yeah but because it's an audio visual or it's a visual media yeah. or something like that then there's other aspects to it and so a lot of modern movies like there is a story there yeah. but it actually comes second to a message they're yeah. trying to say or yeah. you know trying to tell us something or yeah. trying to do something yeah and so that anytime that happens, the movie is going to suffer because yeah. the story comes second. And it's interesting because like you see so many, like even a lot of YouTubers that I watch, you know, they're like, okay, when you're making a short film or any kind of thing, you know, you might not have a great camera, you might not have great lights, but focus on the story because if you have a good story, then yeah. like the numbers are going to prove itself. That's you know? it. And I think that's probably what I was trying to say back in the first yeah. half was like in regards to like whatever. Yeah. It really doesn't matter what you have at yeah. hand, but if you want to tell a story, tell the story that's yeah. the and so when i was watching puss in boots 2 it just was a story like yeah. everything was so well set up and well thought out and the main thing for me was you've got puss in boots and he's the main character and we've had a, a thing in a lot of blockbusters and a lot of modern media in recent memory there's the death of the main character yep. so doctor strange in the multiverse of yep. madness where was doctor strange in the movie he wasn't like he was there but he didn't ev he didn't really change that much and like the main focus was on Wanda and her yeah, struggles yep. and stuff like that and a lot of movies will have it'll push one person as the main character and then that main character doesn't grow or doesn't change and then we've got these and obviously side characters are important and you can have just as compelling a side character but if you want the audience to invest and trust and follow a main character and emotion invest as you said earlier yeah they need to be the main character. Yeah. They need to have their journey. Well, even like I, you know, I'm with the Irish Dominicans. Shout out to the Irish Dominicans. Irish Dominicans, we love you. Um, 
then we're working on a documentary at the moment. And so, you know, Father Connor and I aren't, you know, documentary people. Like, we've yeah. never made a documentary before other than, you know, Blue Light Deficiency. Blue Light Deficiency, what um, classic. Like, you know, uh, these fake documentaries. Women, the documentary. Women, the documentary, yeah. Um, and so we're kind of like, okay, how do we how do we tell this story? And, you know, the first thing was, do you have, oh, what was it? Do you have a an idea mm-hmm. or do you have a story? Whoa. Like, you know, do you, yeah, like, do you have this concept mm-hmm. um, or do you have a story? And so, you know, we were like, okay, you know, we do, we have a, we have an idea. Yeah. And so, like, if you have an idea, it's probably not going to make a super good story. Yeah. You actually have to work that into, okay, what is the story that you're trying to tell through this idea? Yeah. So, like, the idea for us was, you know, Our Lady converting Ireland um, or, like, Our Lady impacting the lives of Irish people, that yeah. kind of thing. And so it's like, okay, well, you know, that's a, that's a nice idea, um, but where's the story in that? Yeah. And so then once you find that, then it's like, okay, now you have to find a main character. Who's your main character? If you don't have a main character, then it's just going to be jumbled mess. Yeah. Um, so you need to find a main character, and then you need to, like, okay, what struggles are they going to go through and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so yeah. Like, there is, yeah, like you were it's, saying, there, there's a, there is a formula almost. It is, and it's like you can, and so you can, and that's how cliches and stuff come about, which you can po- point your fingers at and po- poke, at, poke at and say stuff like that. And obviously uh, there is, like, you do want to break the mold yep. as well and try and do something different. But, like, there's just, like, it's important. Like structure yeah. is important. And, and the only way to actually like break the rules is if you know, if you know the rules, the rules. Yeah, exactly. And so, and then once, so Puss in Boots, there's a final, there's a big final fight that's like split up into like three little fights where a lot of arcs are result are revolved. Yeah. Res- resolved. Yeah. And the main character of the film is Puss in Boots. Yep. And he's fighting this villain. And I don't, I guess it's, uh, I guess it's a little bit of a spoiler. I'm just going to say it. Sorry guys. If you don't want the spoiler, just click off now. But, the character who's been following the whole time is death. It's um, it's, it's actual death. He is following Puss in Boots because he doesn't like how he's used his lives. Yeah. He thinks it's a waste, and he's like, "I'm just gonna take your last life because you don't deserve it." Yeah, uh, which is insane for like a film to be tackling, yeah. and it's like loads of, and that's the, one of the great aspects of it is the scenes with Puss and him. Yeah. Just for like their fight scenes are insane, but they have great dialogue as well and yeah. talking and stuff like that. And there's also a scene where Puss in Boots talks to his past lives as well yeah. it's just great wow. like so much great stuff to talk about and d- delve into and i if i might do just like a whole deep dive on it one day but anyway it's a great movie but he's yeah. having this final fight with death and i'm so accustomed from modern movies he has this yeah one of the side characters is kitty softpaws um i was so accustomed and so ready for her to like jump in and not like save the day but maybe like help out or something like that and she does in a way but not in the way you're expecting sure but the great thing about it was this was puss's story he had to overcome it yeah and the filmmakers had the maturity and they had the they made the decisions like he's going to be the person to overcome it and he's gonna and so and that's satisfying to watch that is satisfying to watch the main character go from point a to point b and see what happens and it can work both ways the other thing i'm watching breaking bad at the moment oh yeah which is all about walter white who starts out as mild-mannered and stuff like that and you see him turn into this terrible like you know mastermind to like a drug runner like you know it's insane to watch it and that's great storytelling yeah and like now with it's we can break down like that's a tv show they have more time and stuff like that you can see it like clearly clicking in and stuff like that but like it's once again he's the he's the main character yeah and you follow him and he is like he's our guide through the story yeah and so that's like so 
if I was to say anything that's come out, and well, okay, my the best movie I've seen in the last year was Puss in Boots. Wow. Just, and what's yeah. what's remarkable about that? I think so many people are like, oh. Uh, you know, like series or, you know, like these, uh, like, you know, big project, like the MCU, yeah. like all these Star Wars, you know, these people are trying to just continue this story or, or yeah. like, franchise, a franchise, you know, they're like ruining storytelling. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting because Puss in Boots Puss in Boot is, is one a of spinoff. It's a sequel to a spinoff of a franchise. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's like there so, is like, yeah, I don't think that a friend, the franchise is the problem. Mm. I think it's the people within the franchise um, that are trying to tell the story, you know, like, OK, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think. no, it is. And the MCU, I won't get it because, you know, yeah. I could talk about the MCU forever, but um, maybe we'll do a whole episode on the MCU yeah. one day because th- I have a lot of things to say about the MCU. Yeah. But yeah, no, and it's definitely like. And I, but I also, it's, I don't think as well, you know, it's all about variety. And that's the thing about storytelling is like, and that's why these companies, you kind of have a bad rap for them because they're trying to just keep pushing, as you say, kind of just keep pushing. Like there can only be like one story yeah. and things like that, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But it's great when you go to the cinema, you want, or like when you go into the bookshop, yeah. you want like variety is yeah. why we're human and everyone yeah. has a different story to tell. And so like, that's why I love kind of seeing, you know, more, you know, and not like there's independent films but more also like mainstream movies studios now are backing more like just standalone films and yeah stuff like that, which will probably then spawn sequels because they're yes. popular yeah. like bullet train which we saw is that I, getting a sequel it probably like maybe not actually I, I don't know it's based off a book and i don't oh, okay. if the book had a sequel yeah. they'll make a sequel yeah. it was so much fun oh, that's a great. fun movie if yeah. you, it's that one is violent so i would say like for for older audiences yeah but it's great and aaron taylor johnson had was my favorite character in the whole movie he was amazing he was you know he was the guy with the mustache yeah and the, the british oh, guy yeah smoked yeah. a cigarette and stuff he was just so good um he may also he's in talks of being the next james bond whoa mark. okay that's another franchise see it's just like a whole thing guys it's yeah. just like ah oh, man um yeah are we looking on time on the camera I... can you see and that is well, that may be the greatest story we ever told right there. I really hope the audio <laughs> didn't like. Oh, you you did catch that, right? Didn't you? I hope so. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, everyone heard that. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's interesting. I feel like we could talk about this for so long. That's the thing. I've got. I think we'll have yeah. to have like a part two. I think we will have to because now I got into the groove. Yeah. I know where my brain is at. Yeah. And I could hit the ground running next time. I think we might have to do a part two. Yeah. It's a very, very interesting topic. It is. And and it, especially, like, I think, like, we both really, really value mm. film and books and... And storytelling. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and I'm not saying that other people don't, but, <laughs> like, especially us, us as friends, <laughs> like, I think our friendship revolves a lot around storytelling. It does, yeah. Because, I mean, we didn't even get into music. Storytelling through music, music guys. Don't even get me started on music. Um, so we'll definitely do a part two. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll do it next week. And if you want to lead it, maybe. Maybe if you if people are happy with that, if yeah. you know if that's what the fans want. Yeah, right? yeah. And no. maybe yeah. So if you want to, uh, and like I I don't know, like if you want to be more organized than me and like come with like you know kind of like points that you want to hit. I might. I'll see. Whatever you feel. Yeah. I, you feel. I'm. I'm very busy, but like. Yeah, you that's know, fair. I'll try. I'll try. Yeah, my best. especially in the next yeah. few weeks. Oh gosh. Oh guys. Oh. I don't know when we're gonna be able to record next. We can record one at the wedding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that can be my best man speech. Yeah. Is an episode of consistently inconsistent. Yeah. We didn't even get into like the faith aspect of 
the greatest story ever told. The greatest story. Yeah. Sheesh, come oh on. Oh my gosh, guys, this is a broad, broad topic. So thanks for coming along for the first yeah, part of the ride. Thank you for yeah. being here for part one. Thanks. Yeah, we really appreciated it. And uh, I hope it wasn't too rambly for you guys. Yeah, I'm we do apologize. Because yeah, I, no. I definitely rambled, I think, as no, well. No, we do apologize for that. And let us know. You know, Give us yeah. feedback. Watch yeah. your email for it. Yeah, so if you guys have feedback or you know, you've know you got the- like different topics you want to hear us talk about, then you can um, either DM us mm-hmm. on Instagram at Consistently Inconsistent Show. Show. Um, or you can email us Patrick's podcast five, five at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also call Peter through his social security number, <laughs> which is seven, 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 seven. <laughs> that was disgusting. Um, so and you can also come to Patty's house. His address is, <laughs> <laughs> Um, just ask your mom she'll know oh (laughs) Oh! you little stinker yeah uh james you can send a missile to that location yeah when you're talking about yeah um but thank you guys so so much for being here Mm -hmm. uh if you're watching thank you for being here please subscribe like comment um you could even comment your ideas yeah we love all of it we love all of it we love you guys so just keep telling us what to do because we are lost and directionless we're so lost so lost gosh my mind wanders should we do one little final song sure yeah what's it gonna be oh man what's it gonna be about um let's do i look past your shoulder and i see a glass vase and in that vase there is a piece of pie and with that pie i take it all and I stuff it in my face. But then you realize that it wasn't a pie at all. It was some dirt. No, not the dirt. And now the flowers have no dirt to grow in. Thank God for water. Thanks, guys. Check your privilege. (laughs) Check your (laughs) 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 (la